You know, I can't remember exactly what it was. I think a lot of it had to do with um, forgiveness. Um, I found it really hard to forgive people. Uh, or I would think that they had slighted me in some way or, you know, they were part of the cool club or something else. I don't even know what it would be that would offend me. But I had a really hard time. And I know it was the pride in my own heart just not wanting to forgive them. And so he would preach a lot about forgiveness and, um, you know, not harboring those bitter feelings in your heart. And that was hard for me because I had a lot of bitter feelings in my heart. Um, a major theme that God has revealed throughout my testimony is just his long suffering and his patience. Um, you know, when I think about it, it was 17 years after I, I'm sure I heard the gospel as a newborn, but it took me 17 years to get to the point of repentance. And if it had been me, I would have given up on myself a long time before that because there's nothing good in me. There was no redeeming quality. I was selfish and self-centered and just mean a lot of the times. And so just seeing God's kindness and his grace uh, through salvation, um, it just fills me with thankfulness. The ways that I nurture and root my faith right now is just by spending time in his word. Um, the first thoughts in the morning are usually my own thoughts and Especially right now, since we're in the middle of a pandemic still, I feel like my first thoughts are really selfish thoughts. They're not God-honoring, and they are um, mostly just, this is how I feel, this is what I think, and I know that I need to be in His Word because I need more of God's thoughts, which are only found in the Bible, um, and so just by spending time with Him in His Word or also by listening to sermons throughout the week. I'm thankful that there are so many out there. Um, I mean, we have to be careful about who we listen to, but once we find those pastors that, you know, are faithful to God's word, just being able to listen to their sermons again and just to refresh our minds, to renew them each day. I do feel a responsibility to evangelize. Um, Right now, primarily, my scope of evangelism is my children. I'm with them all the time. I'm a stay-at-home mom. So um, I do see people at the grocery store, but those interactions aren't very extensive. Um, so right now, my main evangelism is towards my children. And, um, you know, when the Lord changed my heart, He changed my desires and um I was even able to share the gospel with my high school friends and, um, you know, they didn't accept it. They weren't thrilled with me telling them that they were sinners that needed to repent. But, um, you know, that's who I was, uh, that's who I am. Um, you know, I follow Christ and there's nothing better than that. So. My family and friends, their reaction after I repented, I 
I've never actually asked my family about it. I probably should because <laughs> I'm sure they noticed the change when it happened. Um, my friends, mostly, they didn't abandon me. They would still consider me, even today, probably their friend, but they don't talk to me as much as they used to. Um, and it's not just because, you know, that was high school and you don't talk to your high school friends. A lot of them still talk to each other, and I know they still get together pretty frequently. Um, and I'm usually not included with that, which is fine because I, I know that, you know, following Christ um, will pit us against the world. The world's not going to love what we have to say. And I understand where they're coming from because I understand it's a hard message to hear, especially if you don't want to hear it and you, um, you know, you don't believe the Bible to be true. And so I don't hold any animosity against them for not wanting to spend time with me. Um, but there was definitely, there was a, there was a change in our relationship when that happened. So yeah, I said I had struggled with anxiety and even today, you know, I'm, I'm prone to wanting to be anxious about things, but um, I think of the verse, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, prayer and supplication, present your requests to God and the peace that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Um, that verse alone just brings such comfort to me. And then spending time in the Psalms and just seeing David's heart when, you know, I don't have people chasing after me, trying to kill me. And he had the King chasing after him, trying to kill him and just reading his heart for God and just his comfort in God, um, brings me comfort. with people with similar backgrounds and maybe current living situations? Um, I think the encouragement that I would leave with uh, anyone who might identify with my testimony and just with uh, maybe having grown up in the church and maybe having dealt with anxiety or still dealing with anxiety, um, just to remember who God is. Uh, it's really easy to get into our own heads and start letting the thoughts that um, we have start consuming us. And that's really where I, anyway, start to panic is when I start believing what's in my head. Um, just go back to the Bible, just start reading it. Um, you know, whatever, First Thessalonians, you could read James, the Psalms, the Proverbs are helpful. Um, even just reading about Jesus's life in Matthew and John, uh, just taking comfort in that and knowing that, you know, the God who saved you is still with you. He's still here. He still cares. Um, you know, the Christian life is not, you don't get saved and then you're taken up into glory. You're saved and then you still have your old self and your old sins that you you know, they don't magically disappear. You have to deal with them and they still try to cling to you. And so we just need to constantly be in God's word in prayer. Prayer is so powerful. Um, you know, God uses prayer, even prayers that we, we think, you know, oh, he's not going to care about this. You know, it seems like such a silly thing to pray for. God cares. He does care about it. 
Um, so just be diligent in prayer and in reading the word and just remembering who God is, especially if you've been a believer for a long time, you have that to look back on. You can look back at how God has been faithful in the past and just have the trust and hope that he will be faithful in the future. Okay.